0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Sylvia F and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2017. Today we're reading from the big book and we are on page 83 on the fourth paragraph, which is the last paragraph, which starts with if we are painstaking about this base." and we're gonna read through two paragraphs, but our comments will start on the seventh sentence we will lose interest in selfish things and we'll continue on from there. Today's readers are Sima M. on the 12 steps, Sherry K.B. on the 12 traditions, and our readers are Karen T. and Mary H. The reference number for Tuesday, August 15th, the 10 a.m. Eastern time, is 1031210312. 10312, And the share ID for this morning's Wednesday, August 16th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 10314. 10314. Our preamble Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Sima
1: M. to read the 12 steps. Sima? Star 1, Sima. Okay, here I am. Okay. Sima, I'm grateful to both of real living in recovery. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives have become unmanaged. Two, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves would restore us to Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we have harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct commands to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, as we understood it, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message pul love readers and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service.
0: Thank you, Sima M. I will now ask Sherry KB to read the twelve traditions. Sherry
2: Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning, everybody. Sherry KB in Northern California. Grateful recovered compulsive I read of the twelve traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. personal recovery depends upon o a unity. An OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles to place principles before personalities. And that I pass. Thank you for letting me be of service. Thank you, Sherry. How
0: our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass and then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book and we are on page 83. We're on the fourth paragraph, <clears throat> which is the last paragraph, which starts if we are page about this phase. We're gonna read through two paragraphs ending with they will always materialize if we work for them. Our commenting will begin with the seventh sentence. We will lose interest in selfish things and go through the end of that to always materialize if we work for them. And I will now ask Karen T. to begin the reading. Karen? Hello, can you hear me? Yes.
3: Great. This is Karen T., compulsive reader from Louisiana. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. So exciting to be reading the promises. These are called the ninth step promises. And um, we're focusing on the second part of them today. Um, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. I, um, before coming into OA, it was what I could get out of life, how I would look. What it would be um, what was best for me. Um, How could I get fame, recognition, and money? And um, in LA, through the process of the steps, we get to see how um, that's selfish, and we lose interest in those selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Thanks to this process, I feel like I'm a little less self-centered than I used to. Some days better than others, of course. Um, but when I um, put my head on the pillow at night and I know that I've helped another person and I've been of service, that is the best feeling. And those days when I put my head on the pillow and I feel like I have been selfish, I realize that that is not the way to go. You know, it just Such a difference for me. And so I feel like that my whole attitude and outlook upon life has changed because of these. Um, And these promises are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly and sometimes slowly. Sometimes quickly and sometimes slowly. That includes us all. And they will always materialize if we work for them. It's said in these vision meetings a lot that OA is not for people who need the program and it's not for people who want the program. It's for people who do the program. We have to work for them. They will always materialize if we work for them. And so what actions do we take? Basically, it's pretty easy. We find a sponsor who has what we want and we do whatever they say. because Our way wasn't working. We have to have our whole attitude and unlock upon life change. Our way wasn't working. And so we take direction from someone else on how to go through these 12 steps and this book that has the clear-cut directions.
0: Thank you so much for letting me do service when I pass. Thank you, Karen Key. I'm going to take a list for reading. I want to remind you that we are on page 84 and we're starting with... We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. And we're going for the rest of that paragraph and the next one. And the, that's what we're commenting on today. And go ahead, Gina Carrie R. Carrie S. Roz G. Uh, okay, I had Gina R. And then some. And then I had Roz G. And there was someone in between. Carrie S. Carrie S. Kelly S. Kelly S. Penny L C. Penny L C. Liat TD. Liat TD. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a good startup list. I've got Gina R, Carrie S, Roz G, Kelly S, Penny LC, and Liat TD. Gina, go ahead, followed by Carrie. Thank-, Thank you so much, Sylvia.
4: This is Gina R starting my timer, gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body in Green Valley, Arizona. I'm going to focus on the two words, extravagant promises, and being part of another sister fellowship for years, I can remember reading that in every meeting, and it just went right by me. It just went right by me. And as I started to um, get recovered and put the food down and clear out the channel so God could talk to me, In my diseased mind, I can tell you that I did think those were extravagant promises. I could not imagine with my diseased mind that I would lose interest in selfish things because I kept being focused on myself, that I would gain interest in fellows. I was interested in other people, but I always had a motivation that would turn it around to benefit me or um, to somehow cast a shadow on who they were so that they didn't look as good as me um self-seeking would slip away i couldn't imagine that with my diseased mind these were extravagant promises my whole attitude and outlook upon life changing are you kidding me uh, fear of people and of economic secu- insecurity i can never remember not being afraid how I was going to pay a bill. And it didn't matter if I had a ton of money or no money. I was always afraid. Um, Being intuitively, intuitively knowing how to handle situations, what used to baffle me. mm -mm. No, I would, I would shoot first and then pick up the pieces later or try to pick up the pieces later. Um, Suddenly realizing God is doing for me what I could not do for myself. No, I couldn't do it. Once I became, recovered I now see that in a in a recovered mind these are not extravagant promises these actually happen and so I just wanted to say for the newcomer if you're reading this and you're thinking there is no way and you know where H-E-L-L toothpicks um, that this can happen for you please continue to come please continue to do what you're being told. If you have, if you've never done what you've been told to do, lay aside, use that set aside prayer and just give this a whirl. I am so delighted that I kept trying, I kept coming back and that I am now actually experiencing these promises. And with that, I pass. Thank you for your service, everybody. Thank you, Gina R. Carrie S. followed by Roz G.
5: Carrie. Good morning, Sylvia. This is Carrie, recovered in Golden, Colorado. Grateful to be a part of this Colorado contingent of recovered members. And thank God we're in the ninth step promises. It, it, I'm going to drill down on the word intuitively. We intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. And uh, look, the, the definition of intuition is direct perception of the truth or fact and I lied and cheated and sealed in my disease constantly trying to to cover things up hide things Uh, furthermore on the definition independent of any reasoning process immediate apprehension so this idea independent of any reasoning process I always had hundreds of alibis I had trivial excuses of why I needed to taste that one thing or it was okay if I had that extra lick, taste, or bite. And those little behaviors, they would always send me reeling into a binge. And these are extravagant promises. And I am so grateful that, so five years ago when I first came into program, the, one of the first prayers I memorized had the word intuition in it, intuitively Direct my thinking, God. Direct my thinking. I especially ask it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, self-seeking motives. May I have an intuitive thought or intuition? May I live a spiritual life? And that's what I've been taught by this program, and and seeing that it happens in others, in in this this Colorado contingent of recovered people, it's literally this ripple effect from one member who went and dove into this cracked open this big book and shared it with her person who became her Ebby, who then became my Ebby, and and so I'm in this position now where I get to keep giving it uh, giving it away and that keeps me recovered every day and so I have humility I know I'm always a beginner I heard a member say I'm a seasoned beginner every day and I get to take these actions and get that God shot. You know, I, I am filled with the presence of God because of this program. I'm not in the food. I'm not miserable anymore. And thank you so much. I'll just keep coming back without a pass.
0: Thank you, Carrie S. Roz G. followed by Kelly S.
6: Hi, it's Roz G. And You're going to hear some background noise, uh, so I'll make it quick. Uh, I just want to say that this reminds me of um, where we need to keep others' happiness uppermost in mind. When I used to think of my own happiness, um, now I really do try to think of somebody else's happiness before my own, keeping that in a good balance. And I'll just kind of comment on sponsorship with this. Sponsorship needs to be a big ego trip for me. And um, for the past two sponsees I've had, it just didn't work out good morning, and um, I couldn't, um, it, just, it just didn't work out. And before, I would have hung on to somebody because they were, you know, it was my ego that I was being able to teach somebody something. But now my, my concern is their recovery, that they get the right message. And if I can't pass on the right message to them, then I need to um, let another sponsor who has the right message, who has their experience, to be able to ha- to, help, <coughs> to help them. And I know that that's God-changing because I have a big ego. And since there's a lot of background noise, there's a big truck in my, right here around me, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you very much for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Raj G. Kelly S. followed by Penny LC.
7: Hey, guys. It's Kelly S., recovered compulsive over year in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, Gosh, there's just so much in this part, I just don't even know where to start, but um, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Um, so many of these promises are coming true for me. Actually, all of them are. And, you know, I share my story often about, you know, being around this program for over 30 years and listening to Vision about five years ago and only being recovered now for a little over two years. And, I, uh, you know, I heard these promises for years in the meetings, but never quite got to, <laughs> didn't ever quite get the thing that, you know, this is uh, when we're doing step nine. I kept wondering when these promises were going to come true, but had never never become a recovered compulsive overeater and certainly had never done the work to get to this part. So, you know, just that this stuff is coming true is a trip to me. Are these extravagant promises? Oh, my God, yes. So my whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. And what does that mean for me? It, what it means for me is I didn't understand the whole concept here, which I've shared before. Like I thought the whole goal here was, abstinence that was the end-all be-all you know keeping my food down keeping my food down you know using the tools not not understanding it was working the steps to have a different life i put the food down so that i can have this different life you know the goal is that i don't need to use the food food was my solution the fact that i didn't know how to do life you know i had i had the long outlook to life you know and so a different i had a bad attitude and so you know, what I've, I've realized in this short period of being in a recovered state of mind and body is that, you know, my goal here is to be of service and and to find a connection with a higher power. It tells us that. And we agnostic the whole point of this book is to find a relationship with a higher power to solve our problem, which was living. And so today it's like, I'm learning to be of service. I'm learning to have connection with God. I'm learning to, to see what I need to change in my behavior and quit focusing on others. And yeah, you know what? It's tough. And, um, You know, it is a process, and I heard somebody one time say it's like a dimmer switch, you know. It's like the dimmer switch slowly coming on. I can slowly start to see more as I work this program, you know. I always wanted that instant thing. I wanted God to zap me abstinent, sin, and, you know, render me clean as, white snow, as snow, as it says, with my defects. And I slowly start looking back and seeing, wow, it's happening for me, you know, and God is doing for me. I'm reacting differently to things. You know, I'm like, wow, I didn't, I didn't act bad to that. I didn't get as mad or I don't get as mad as often. And, you know, yes, it's not an overnight process. It's like the spiritual awakening in the appendix. You know, I slowly become closer to God. But I slowly become that person I'm supposed to be that I feel like my higher power wanted me to be. And, and you know what? I can't do this guys. I've spent over 30 years trying to do this myself. So I, I know suddenly realized that God is doing for me what I could not do for myself. I gave up. I'm tired of it. And so I'm willing to do the work today. If somebody else said, you know, we have to do the work. I always love that proverb, you know, pray to God, row to shore. And I used to say, row, I'm supposed to freaking row. I don't want to row. But you know what, today I'm willing to row. So, you know, I said, thank God for this solution. Well, you know what, this solution's been here. Thank God I'm willing to do the work today. And I started with a set-aside prayer because I've been around for a long time. I've given up. So don't give up if you're a newcomer because it really does work if you do it like it's laid out in this big book. So get a guide and start this process. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Kelly S. Penny L.C., followed by Liat.
1: Good morning, Sylvia, and good morning to everyone on the line. This is Penny Elsie, a Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater from the state of Washington. And here we are on page 84. And only 30-some-odd pages earlier, we were focused on the devilment. And this is how my life used to operate uh, when I was trying to operate under my own power. You know, I definitely had trouble with personal relationships. I was trying to control the world and each person around me. Um, But today, I don't have to. I'm not self-centered. I don't have to focus on myself. myself, And I care about other people. I care about their well-being, not just my own. Because 30 plus pages ago, when I was in the bedevilment, I was just still trying to operate under my power. And today, on page 84, I'm, these promises have come true because now I operate under God's power. And that power source does allow for these amazing promises to come true. I was prey to misery and depression without a doubt trying to force things to happen and being depressed when they wouldn't work out according to my rules and according to my mandates. But instead, I can have a whole different outlook and attitude. I can look to see what God's will is, my higher power's will, and I can seek to follow that and be able to have that peace and serenity I've sought out my entire life. And you bet I couldn't make a living. I was I was just trying to muscle my way through life and there was a discord and disharmony all along the way. And instead I I can let go of that fear of people and economic insecurity, I know that God will provide for me. And God will protect me and keep me safe. My higher power is there for me every step of the way. And um, in the past, I was full of fear, but today, with God's direction, I do know how to handle those situations which used to baffle me. All I have to do is ask, pause, and ask myself, what would God have me be? And there it gives me the direction that I need. And and I can do it with that with that comfortable, open-handedness. I don't have to try to force situations anymore. And all in all, it's amazing that I know today that God is doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. And all I have to do is continue to open my heart and to let God lead, and it's an amazing, amazing outcome. Thank you for letting me share, in
8: I pass. Thank
6: you, Penny
1: Elsie Leot TD.
8: Good morning, Liat, TD, recovered compulsive reader from California. Thank you so much for everyone who are on the line and Sylvia. Man, I was thinking even yesterday when we were reading the beginning of the promises, how I lived before, you know. And if I had to write my promises, it would be completely different. It would be I would ri- ma- marry a rich man that will take care of me. Um, you know, I'll have a big, beautiful house, um, great car, good job, everything external. And if really to fix all my problems uh it would be that my mom who who abused me you know my whole life and I felt so sorry about that uh will kind of change herself and regret and come and apologize and become a different person and my brother and anyone else has hurt me, so it would be everything about fixing everyone else to so that so my life will be those would be the promises and you know, food beat me, beat me to submission. You know, it became my master, as we said before, and uh, I had to surrender to something else. You know, and there was no—I mean, for 12 years in tradition in LA, I would hang out, and I would hear those promises, and at some point, I couldn't hear them anymore because those didn't come true for me, and they're impossible to have. To even come true. for any. I didn't believe in them anymore because they didn't come true for me. I didn't get anything like that. I had a miserable life. I couldn't get out of the food. I couldn't get out of my misery. Uh, there was nothing I could carry to anybody else. And I don't know what people even carry to each other because I had a million sponsors that tried with someone like me and they didn't get it. They, I didn't get true. So I'm grateful that a few years, like four years ago, someone took me to your book, and uh, and and the transformation happened, and I got those promises, you know. And it says in the book that the purpose of this book is to help me or you find a power greater than yourself that will solve all your life problems, and and that's the direction, you know. I this is what happens when change happens, you know. And I had to go, you know, find a change that is based on spiritual lines. And those are the promises that I get. I don't get the promises that I think I should have. I get promises that really take care of the problem. And I'm so grateful for that because I didn't even know that I'm in self pity. I thought everybody wronged me. I didn't know that I didn't have in, that I was not working. That my actions were not intuitive. That I'm just impulsive. I live like an animal. And so. You know, becoming that different woman that operates on God, on a spiritual, along spiritual lines. Now I understand this is, that's the best way to live. What a wonderful, what a peaceful, wonderful. I don't really, it's, there's not a lot of effort. And, you know, it's the 12 or 12 of step six, it says this is the step that separates the man from the boy. And that's what happened to me, you know, those promises, that separation. Of that little girl the other wants and operates like an animal to a woman who is kind and loving and and has values and intuitions and all those things that I really always did not want. I just didn't know that that's the way a person like me, a compulsive overeater who is crazy in her head, should live. It's the only way that I can operate in this world. Some people maybe can get a house and be happy with it, and or a diploma of some degree or something. But for so someone like me to have peace of mind, to have intuition, all that, and I'm done. I love y'all. I can't wait to see you guys during the next conference. Bye.
0: Thank you, Liat TD. I'm going to take another list. I want to remind everyone that we're on page 84 and we're starting mid paragraph on that first paragraph where it starts we will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows we'll finish that paragraph and we'll go to the next paragraph and that's what we're commenting on who'd like to comment michelle michelle which michelle michelle what's the initial of your last name l michelle l and then i have yep. jim k i've got sherry kb and i miss someone else Rocky I. Uh, Rocky I. Did I miss anyone else in there? Mary H. Okay, I've got Michelle L. Dorita P. uh, Sherry KB, Rocky I, Mary H. And who was that who just came in? Dorita P. Dorita P. Let's go with that. Okay, Michelle L followed by Jim K. Hi, good
9: morning, everybody. Um, I'm sorry, I don't catch your name, moderator.
0: It's Sylvia. Um,
9: Sylvia, right. thank you for your service today. Um, this is Michelle L., um, gratefully recovered in Delaware, and I'm at the beach this week. And I wanted to share because um, there's a lot of emphasis on the willingness. There's a lot of emphasis on the work that has to um, happen um, in order for self self seeking to slip away and for these promises to start to come true, and I had that experience um, this this week at the beach, and um, we're in a little beach house and um, I was in the master bedroom it was very nice, it had a you know its own bathroom and quite comfortable and I was happy there and Then my teenage daughter said to me the next morning mom i can 't." Um, yeah, this room that I was in has cat hair and I can't sleep in it, and we need to switch rooms.
5: <laughs>
9: and my whole every fiber of my being was like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm in the nice room. I want to stay in the nice room. And um, yet, you know, I, I knew enough to know that that was probably not the most selfless um, approach that I could take. Um, and how could I, you know, how could I work this through? And I went through a series in my, in my mind about, you know, well, I said to her, well, we'll clean the room really good again and we'll do this and you could do this. And yeah. And, um, I was baffled actually by the situation. I did not intuitively know how to handle it. So I reached out to my sponsor and, um, she suggested, uh, you know, that I, she actually asked me the question, what would the most loving thing to do be in this situation? And again, I got to say, that's actually not the answer I wanted. I really wanted some somebody to back me up and say, no, you, this is your hard-earned vacation. It's your hard-earned money. I was a teenage kid in your nice room, you know, all that stuff. But she just asked me that general question about what would the most loving thing to do be. I'm pretty, um I' have a pretty good defiance streak, so it took me a while to gnaw on that one and ask God and just kind of sit with it and all of a sudden, something just shifted, and I thought, Oh, you know what? <laughs> it's just a bed and a room in a house, like who cares? You can be flexible, you can change you can do the most loving thing to do is know that she's suffering from cat allergies she she's got asthma. You know, there's reasons why. And um, give her the room. Now surrender. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And God's going to take care of me. It's okay. And so I did. I said to her, you know, you guys, and her friend, her cousin's down too. Says, you guys can have the room. And uh, we got in the room. Oh, mom, this room is so nice. I can see why you wanted to keep it. It's like, yep. <laughs> and it was just kind of funny. And um, the amazing thing is, is that, you know, as soon as I was able to shift, I had the willingness, you know, the self-seeking, what was I holding on to? It slipped away. And um, the other bed's actually better for my back anyway. So thank you uh, for this reading today. And uh, with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Michelle L. Jim K. followed by Sherry KB.
10: Hi, this is Jim Kay from uh, West Virginia. Thank you for your service. Can I be heard? Yes. Okay. Um, It says uh, in the last sentence of the one paragraph, uh, we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. And um, ever since I've been in that program, I really find that this is happening. and It's just an incredible feeling. And I'm really uh, starting to feel peace I've never felt before in my entire life, serenity that I've never felt in my entire life. And I guess sometimes I question, well, geez, why didn't this happen 40 years ago? But anyway, it is what it is. And I just uh, uh, just uh, grasped it uh, with uh, open arms. But uh, some of the feelings like uselessness, it's it's diminished. Self-pity has kind of gone away. And uh, it, selfish things, i do not concerned about that anymore. And the uh, uh, thing about uh, money, economic insecurity. Well, you know, I worry about money, but, I mean, it's like, I've never really had trouble paying any bills ever, so why bother worrying about it? So uh, it, it's all going away. So I'm, uh, you know, really blessed to, you know, be in this fellowship and get getting the help from um, all of the people uh, from Vision for You, and uh, it's uh, just uh, such a wonderful turnaround in my life. And uh, with that, I will pass.
0: Thank you, Jim K. Sherry KB. Good morning, and okay, then followed by Rocky I.
2: Thanks. This is Sherry K. in Northern California. Grateful Recovered Compulsive Air Reader. Thank you so much for your service. And I, I love these promises. Um, what jumps out at me is we don't totally know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We'll suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. And, you know, I see that over and over again in my life um, where there were situations that did baffle me. And I was lost at what to do with them and what i do know now is that i just have to turn around and ask my higher power for help and i get the answer i just wait and i do get the answer um and uh also just that you know um there's situations that i've been in that i never thought i would be able to get through and i really believe that god was doing for me what i could not do for myself um showing me uh what i needed to do and take care of and uh that has changed so much in my life and then this last part that they will always materialize if we work for them. Well, actually before then I'd like to say sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. And that's just it. They they're sometimes quickly um things come come to me and sometimes slowly and that's okay. Um I'm not so attached to that anymore as I used to be. I wanted it yesterday. And today I you know, I just know things will come because I've seen because I have been working for them and that's the difference. It says if we work for them and you know, at, after every meeting I used to hear, it works if you work it. And, you know, I heard that for years and years and years, and I never paid attention to it because I, I will, it, anyone can get these promises if you work for it. If you go through this book, go through with a, a step guide, a sponsor, work the steps, get through here, get to step nine, start doing the amends. These promises do come true for any one of us. It's not. It's not uh, magic. It's like because we've worked at it. And um, I used to think, you know, um, people get these and I don't. And the truth is, is I I did, and I continue to get them because I do work for them. And that's the difference today. Is that if I work it, if I work for them, and they do materialize, and they aren't extravagant at all. They're just part of the promises, because they are, as people have been talking about, the complete opposite of the bedevilments. And, you know, what I think about, too, is that what keeps coming up for me is the proper use of the will, um, and that is for me to align my will with my higher power's will. And every time I do that, things turn out so much better than I could ever dream possible. And I'm just so grateful for all of you on the line, and welcome to the newcomers, and thank God for my higher power and that I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sherry KB. Rocky I, followed by Mary H. Rocky.
11: Good morning, this is Rocky I recover in Tempe, Arizona. Um sorry I was supposed to read, but I had to drive and, and now um it's easier to i can't read and write. Anyway. Oh the promises. They do happen, people. <laughs> um when i came to program and when i started learning uh, i was in the complete opposite of the promises and um as i heard them they were attractive and uh, it's like well you you know you can get them and by grace i was granted desperation and i was granted the willingness to come back to buy a book to get a sponsor to read the little tiny print with no pictures book um, you know, the willingness just happened and little by little the promises started manifesting in my life and I live in the promises today. And so, um my encouragement to the, to the newcomers, you know, you don't have to do it happy. I, if you have heard me, I am the person that is willing but is not happy. Well, today I'm happy, but um uh, I wasn't, you know. I was willing, but I was not happy. And as God continues to work in my life, um, I'm willing, but I'm not happy in certain aspects. You know, the food is not a problem anymore. Other addiction, I've been able to put it down. It's not a problem anymore. And um, my God has called me to work in in my marriage, and uh, I'm not happy about it. I'm willing. I'm not happy about it. So, But I know how the program works. I know that I don't, I just have to be willing. And certainly God does for me what I could not do for myself. Uh, God has removed the food obsession. God has removed uh, my other addiction. And so I know because by myself I could never do it. I've been in program three years. God has removed 110 pounds. Food is not, food is just fuel for the tank. Food is not sexy anymore. Food is not attractive anymore. And it's a miracle. It's a miracle. So, to the newcomer again, you know, just uh, be willing. You don't have to be happy. If you're happy, well, that's a bonus. But just be willing. Pick up your book, pick up your steps, work the program as it is laid out on the big book. Don't try to come with your own solutions because it's not going to work. The exact recipe is in the book. That's all you have to do. Um, and for the old timers, if you're struggling, the same thing, pick up your book. Do it as it is on the book because it works. And so with that, I will pass. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Rocky
12: I.
0: Mary H. followed by Dorita P.
12: Good morning, this is Mary H., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Northern California. And when I was thinking about reading the promises, I thought, oh, we read these all the time. And sometimes I would can't even hear them. They get read so much in meetings. At least that was before I got recovered. And now that I'm recovered, I I hear them. And I would say even before I got recovered, and i was sort of in and out of relapse so i would hear these promises and i'd go yeah 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 right and i actually would say are these extravagant promises and i would say to myself yes yeah i think they are and what i really wanted was just to take my weight issue away because i truly believe that that was the only thing that was blocking me from a happy life you know to take away this this um manifestation in my body that shamed me, and I I felt like I couldn't maneuver in this world um, as a fat person, and that was really all I needed. So lo and behold, as I learn more and more and God reveals more to me, I realize, oh, maybe uh, these promises are something that would be nice to have, and I'm going to just kind of zero in on fear of people and of economic insecurity, just basically fear. It wasn't until I let go of the food and really started working the steps that I was able to see how much was underneath that was driving me to eat. And fear, as they say, you know, on page, uh, I don't know, 67. This short word somehow touches about every aspect of our lives. It was an evil and corroding thread. The fabric of our existence was shot through with it. Wow, I just, I mean, resentment was there for sure, but fear just was debilitating me. I didn't realize how much that was debilitating me, and I had no way of processing it, no way of, um, you know, having courage. All, All I knew was, oh, just be brave. Like well, that's easy to say, and i had I had no power to be brave until you know I brought this um this friend into my life this this helper, this guardian, this uh, person, God, who loved me and wanted to help me, and now I just when I'm fearful, I just bring God in. I say, you know, how easy is that? Oh, I, I wish I had <laughs> I wish i had known that a long time ago. Anyway, no regrets. Um, but I just bring God in and I just I even see him and I'll just use the word him because um that works for me, just standing next to me, holding my hand, giving me a hug, you know, giving me a push, whatever. Just uh that I I'm not alone. And um I think that's all I want to say, so with that I'll pass. Thank you, Mary
13: H. And Dorita P. Thank you. Hi, my name is Dorita P. I'm a uh recover compulsive overeater. And please tie me because I can talk uh for days and days without eating or or uh sleeping about what this program, what God through this program has done for me. Um yeah, uh, we will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Um, I thought I was, I, I didn't think I was selfish because I would do things for people, but I always had an ulterior motive. I didn't know at the time I had an ulterior motive, but I did. Uh, just an example of one thing I did, um, I, I bought um, my nieces when they were small and babies. I bought, I I, I I bought most of their uh, clothes uh, and things and you know I did that so people could say oh what a, a nice auntie she is you know uh, so that was my motive um I didn't just do it cuz I just really wanted to do it so um but but coming here I found out that I was selfish um and I was self-seeking um just one thing that sticks out um a friend of mine uh years ago gave me a lot of money, Um, and then uh, years after that, um, I gave a friend of mine a a lot of money, and uh, and I gave it, you know, you know, I wasn't, uh, at the time, she didn't know if she would be able to pay me back ever, Um, but I gave it, and I didn't have a second thought about giving it, you know. You know, it was sort of like returning a favor. And that's the way this program works. You know, people helped me and people stayed up all night and listened to me whine and cry. So it's my duty today now to do that for somebody else. Um, I am really grateful for this program. It saved my life. Um, God took 100-plus pounds away from me, and I'm at a normal weight. And um, talk about a promise you know um wow um and these are these are not extravagant promises they really do come true and i I'll, I'll close with this um and they will always materialize will always you know what a promise that is um you know and it's funny you know in this book it doesn't it doesn't say always or uh use words like that but here it says will always materialize if we work for them. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Dorita P.
0: And this is Sylvia F. I'm gonna slip in here for one minute, uh, literally. Um, And uh, I'm recovered in Northern California. And I also wanna jump off on that last sentence. They will always materialize if we work for them. One of the things that I love about um, this textbook, the big book, is it, it is very directive, very directive. It says exactly, you were required, we must. But when we get to the promises throughout the book, it says, it always puts a qualifier or conditioner in there. It always says, if, if. It says, so here, they will always materialize if we work for them. And what is it that we're asked to do? We're asked to pick up this book and work the steps. And, um, and, and it says it in agnostics, uh, if we wish to grow, we have to follow these steps. And throughout the book it says, he provided what we needed if we kept close to him. It's throughout this book that word if, and the if is follow the directions. And with that, I pass. And um, thank you to everyone who shared. And please stick around after the recording to uh, we'll greet newcomers and uh, have announcements. But we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And I will now ask Mary H. to read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
12: Okay, our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us.